Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio Airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. Again, groundzero.radio and the Aftermath FM app, soon to be the Ground Zero app. 
If you'd like to contact The Secret Teachings tonight, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's my personal email. I do not have an assistant, a secretary, or anybody that produces this show, so you'll be getting in contact with me directly at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you'd like to find any of our previous shows, we've had a lot of great shows this week. Chris Matthew, Laura Lavender, our 12 into 13 year anniversary show Monday. You can listen for free on any radio or podcast player. You can also search The Secret Teachings on social media, Facebook and Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio. We don't really focus our attention much on social media, but we do have accounts there if you'd like to follow us. TheSecretTeachings.info is the website, and if you go to the website, you'll find all of our show promos. You'll also find the free archive there so you can listen and download the show. But if you want to get rid of the advertisements, how it works is there's an algorithm. They put advertisements in there for your location, wherever you are, and then we get a little bit of income from those ads. But if you want to get rid of that and support us directly, visit our website, subscribe today. You'll get access to the ad-free show archive, the montage archive, my digital book archive, and a private RSS feed to plug into your player or app or computer and listen to the show that way without the advertisements. I'd really appreciate it if you subscribe or if you buy a book. It keeps us on air. www.thesecretteachings.info That's www.thesecretteachings.info A lot of reminiscing for me this week because of the anniversary we had over the weekend, 12, 13 years. I started talking on radio 13 years ago, and I don't really have a solidified date when I started, but it was early October, uh, 2009, 2010, somewhere around uh, there, so end of 2009. And uh, when I was first learning what I was doing in radio, I would pull news articles, and I was reading a lot of books, of course. I told the whole story on Monday's show. And I remember an article that I read back in 2011 in March. For some reason, this article is just impressed on my brain. And there are some articles over the years that do things like that. I don't know why I remember them. There's the Rockefeller Foundation article that says, empty the earth of half of its humans to save the planet. There's another one, which is way more recent, uh, looking forward to the end of humanity. I think that's like the Wall Street Journal. There's the the famous uh, uh, article... Uh, about the Roe versus Wade case where the lady admits that she lied. She wasn't actually raped. I don't know. Articles like this just stick in my head. And here's one of them. United States spy operation that manipulates social media. This is published in The Guardian, March 17th, 2011. The U.S. military is developing software, this was as of 11 years ago, that will let it secretly manipulate social media by using fake online personas, not just AI-driven bots, but fake online personas. The persona is the mask, so obviously they're referring to fake online accounts. That can do what, you might ask? Well, quote, according to The Guardian, influence internet conversations, and spread pro-American propaganda. Back in 2011, California company was awarded a contract with the United States Central Commander, CENTCOM. CENTCOM controls 
U.S. armed operations in the Middle East and Central Asia. And they said they wanted to develop a, quote, online persona management service. And this would allow U.S. servicemen or women to control up to 10 separate identities based all over the world. Now, this, the Guardian reports, is about pro-American propaganda. This is about inserting pro-American propaganda and influencing internet conversation in places across the Middle East and in parts of Asia. The article is very explicit about how this is not happening officially, and it probably won't happen because of the legal components of it in the United States. Now, the project to create these fake online personas has been linked to and likened to what China attempts to do to control and to limit and to restrict and to censor free speech on the Internet. When I was writing my new book, Liberty Shrugged, I learned something really interesting. I learned that censorship coming from censor, the censor was in ancient Rome a person who would be selected or a group of people selected from the general public. They were not elected officials. And they would go into government records and they would analyze them and they would try to figure out whether or not government officials in Rome were telling the truth. So they would censor them. And when they found something that was inaccurate or that was a lie, etc., they would expose that. That's where the censor comes from. It was the people censoring government. That was in ancient Rome. We know how famously corrupt the Roman Empire was, but this is where the idea in, I guess you could say, more modern times came from because, you know, Rome isn't really modern, but it's, you know, human history goes back tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of years, ancient, ancient, ancient civilizations. But that's where the idea of the censor comes from. When the government begins to censor, the government determines this is what you can see, this is what you can hear, this is what you can read, this is what you can say, this is what you can't say. It goes a step beyond that when government tries to influence you, coerce you, manipulate you, demand that you do say certain things. It's not just about what you can or can't say, it's about what you have to say. And this is the problem in places like Canada, where you hear people like Jordan Peterson talking about how when you have legislation to mandate that you have to use certain pronouns, mandate that you have to use a certain kind of language, that is the same kind of a thing as direct censorship in the classical way that most of us interpret it. We think censorship, we think of what Hitler did. We think maybe, hopefully, you think of what Stalin did. Hopefully you have a good understanding of what that means. So this program that the U.S. military was running, they basically were copying and mimicking what the Chinese were doing in order to control free speech on the Internet. And the reason that this article, for some reason, sticks out to me, so uh, it's so pointy, it, it just pokes my brain every time I am in the vicinity of this thought, is because they refer to these fake accounts as sock puppets. Now, they're real accounts, of course, because soldiers are using these accounts, but they're fake. 
people, their personas, their masks, but they call them sock puppets. According to the Guardian article, the CENTCOM contract stipulates that each fake online persona must have a convincing background, history, and supporting details, and that up to 50 U.S.-based controllers should be able to operate false identities from their workstations without fear of being discovered by sophisticated adversaries. There's also something called Operation Earnest Voice. Operation Earnest Voice was developed in Iraq as a psychological warfare weapon against the online presence of Al-Qaeda supporters and others ranged against coalition forces. General James Mattis, remember Mad Dog Mattis, he said that the Operation Earnest Voice, OEV, quote, supports all activities associated with degrading the enemy narrative, including web engagement and web-based product distribution capabilities. Now, you read through this article, and if you're me, you're thinking, this sounds really similar to the types of things that we see on social media today. And clearly, whether you find a link or not, it's the same thing that China does with their internet. Some of you may be thinking, it just came to my mind, Google was creating a censorship engine for communist China. It was called Dragonfly. Now, they supposedly shut down that operation, but like with everything else, they likely just changed the name to something else. They changed it from Dragonfly to Panda or something. Oh, look, we shut down Dragonfly. Yeah, well, you just changed the name and you're continuing to conduct the operation. So around this time in 2011, I remember that it was still okay, I guess. It was still all right to talk about how war wasn't a good thing and how we should try to prevent war. Remember when that was a thing? Uh, apparently not anymore. Uh, but, you know, Barack Obama when his supporters uh, voted him into office, a lot of them being Democrats stopped caring about war. And then Obama expanded greatly the drone programs of the U.S. military. And yeah, the Trump administration, they did the same exact thing. So when you look at the history of the, just the last 10 years, you see, a lot of the things that were done, were, were conducted, were, were tested, experimented with overseas eventually made their way back home. Chickens came home to roost, as we used to say. One of them, I remember talking about this 2011, 2012, those big blimp-like, big white Hindenburg-like blimps. And they had these cameras on them, and they were using them in places like Iraq, pretty sure Afghanistan, and they were looking for terrorist activity. Well, we thought back in 2011, 2012, it's pretty obvious they're going to deploy if they haven't already deployed these types of things in the United States. And the first article I ever read about it was how we could deploy these blimps around the White House, basically around Washington, D.C., and that the cameras were so good on them then, 10 years ago, they could see for hundreds of miles in every direction. So this would effectively turn Washington, D.C. into even more of a fort than it has been turned into in the last couple of years with all the fences. And they'd be able to see anything from every direction. 
And then we learned without much fanfare, without much media coverage, that they were using these blimps on the border. How did we learn that? Well, you know, I honestly thought that it was a possibility, but I didn't know that or see that for myself until about six months ago. I drove down from Tucson to a border city. They had something at an electronic store I had to pick up for radio. And I'm starting to drive back and I look up in the sky and I see one of those giant white blimps and I look it up and I hadn't researched something like that for years. And it turns out, yes, they've been using them for border security for for almost a decade. You know, there's just there's so many things that come out of war, so many things that come out of conflict that eventually, as we've seen all throughout history, eventually become a problem for whatever the the citizenry is, whatever the nation is that is deploying those elsewhere, they end up getting employed in that nation. And we've seen that with the blimps. We've seen that maybe more than anything with the spying. You know, remember all the FISA courts? Remember Edward Snowden? I was going into CBS radio one morning when I was doing WRSO in Orlando, and I went to a gas station to get gas and I saw the newspaper there, fresh. They just put it out. The, the, the Snowden revelation about the NSA. And, and this was stuff that I had been talking about for, for, I mean, for months, for years before. Just like we've been talking about Epstein for, I mean, the better part of a decade. But once it made it into the mainstream media, and remember there was that, there was that program called PRISM. And then I think it, what was it, Katy Perry? I think Katy Perry published an article um, and by article, I mean like a, a production. She published um, a studio album called Prism at right around the time that we were hearing a lot about the Prism program of the U.S. federal government. So the, the whole point in addressing this is we have fake online personas. They call them sock puppets. They were used supposedly for the first time overseas to spread American propaganda, to influence internet conversations, very similar to what the Chinese were doing, but this is not employed on our people. This is employed on the people of other, well, for the most part, sovereign nations. So as long as it's happening over there, it's okay. Well, now it's clearly made its way back here, just like those white blimps. You know, when you go on social media, it's really hard to figure out who is real. I mean, when Facebook first started, although Facebook was created as a way to uh, sexually rate women, literally, uh, Zuckerberg and his scumbag friends in, uh, in school, uh, they were trying to uh, create a thing where they could rate you know, the, the attractiveness of a woman you know, whether they'd bang her or not, bang her or not. And this is like, I mean, can we cancel Facebook because of that? Can we cancel NASA because they were literally founded on the technology of German Nazis, Werner von Braun? Can we cancel Disney because Disney, the actual Disney, Mr. Walt Disney, was a literal Nazi who made Nazi propaganda films for Hitler? Can we cancel these things? Can we cancel Facebook? That's very discriminatory. That's very sexist. Can we cancel Facebook? Okay, my point is this, though. Look, if you have 
those blimps or you have these sock puppets, you have these things that are being deployed overseas. Eventually, everybody forgets about them. They become so efficient at, at the utilization of these technologies. Why wouldn't you deploy them at home? And this is precisely what we are experiencing. And now it's been compounded by artificial intelligence and bots. So we know that Twitter is filled with bots. And I'm not sure how I feel about Elon Musk overall, but Elon Musk, I think, is playing a very strategic game of chess with Twitter because he's trying to get the information on bots, which he was promised when he made the original agreement. He's trying to get that forced out of the company through, through uh, the court process. I think he just wants Twitter because he wants all the data for his Optimus robot. That's my theory. But you, you've seen that Twitter is basically bots, right? And you see that you can easily shadow ban somebody like on Facebook. You can easily censor somebody so people don't see their messages. People don't see their posts. But I get this a lot with radio. When I post something to Twitter, and I just created a Twitter account, so it's, it's relatively new to me. I've only got a couple hundred followers. And, and I also know that you know, there's a good portion of this audience that you just, you, I know that you don't do social media. Some people don't even do, you know, emails. So I, I, I get that. I understand that. Um, some people just don't, I think I'd be that person, you know, if I, <laughs> if I didn't do this show, I don't know. I might be living in the woods, honestly. But uh, so I only, I only have a few followers. So I don't really do a lot on Twitter, but I put the show promo up every night, you know, to kind of build the account. Um, and I have, these people that just come after me with clearly fake profiles. And I don't get upset about it because I know that they're fake profiles, but I don't think that some of the people are artificial intelligence. One of the people actually came onto my Twitter account, came onto my page, and they had created their own account based on a show I did. Like they, they named their account after my show, used my show logo, harassed me, and then went to Apple Podcasts and left a horrible review because they didn't like what I was saying. And all I was talking about was, uh, I think I was talking about genetic engineering and bringing uh, extinct animals that in some cases aren't even extinct back to life and then patenting them and, and, and controlling uh, 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 what they consider to be a new form of life. But you're basically just taking something and engineering it, patenting it and taking control of, uh, of something that's natural. Of course, they want to patent it and own it. So someone got offended by that. Now, I, I don't know if that was just a crazy person. There are crazy people. But I feel that what that person was, was one of these sock puppets. Every time I interact with people like that online, where it's, it's, it's cognitive, they're responding, it's almost like they have talking points. You know, there's another account, because uh, that one uh, disappeared. And there's another account that popped up, and they started commenting and messaging me about face masks because that was trending on on, on Twitter uh, about two weeks ago. You know, bring the masks back. And somebody had created a, a, an account with a mask for their profile picture and they were telling me that, uh, you know, even though I haven't even discussed that forever, maybe they heard an old show, but they kept giving me these talking points, talking points that it's like, I mean, if you if you are a sock puppet and you are listening to this show, if you're running like multiple fake online accounts, you should know that of all people, when I'm talking about something, I'm showing you the study. I'm showing you the evidence. But it doesn't matter. They had talking points. 
talking points that I've read from the NIH, I've read from the, uh, the, the, the health services in the UK, talking points from uh, vaccine companies, Pfizer, Moderna, talking points from the federal government. I mean, they're all coming from the same source, talking points from the American Medical Association, and they're just regurgitating them and, and just repeating them. I, I think it goes beyond the military. I think big corporations, big banks, they have their own sock puppets. And they go out and they patrol. Or maybe there's a system where we know that uh, there are, you know, there's a trending subject and we know that there are a few tweets that have gone viral. So then they employ those sock puppets on those accounts. And then they, so that, so you get shadow banned, you get censored. Sometimes you get reported for doing nothing. And then it's racist to say something, you know, that has nothing to do with race so you get, you know, uh, you get, you know, a strike against you for that. But then they, they send these sock puppets after you. And it, again, it's not we know that the military has done this. We know that like those big blimps, they've brought these processes home. But now with AI, with algorithms, with bots mixed with real sock puppets, real people controlling these accounts, they send those people after you to demoralize you, to dehumanize you, to, to break down your will to, to try to confuse you, etc. It's very similar to what Yuri Bezmenov said, the KGB operative. It's part of the process of demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. And this is a process that doesn't happen once. It happens over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. And when did we start learning about a lot of that warrantless wiretapping, the FISA courts, all the illegal things of the Bush administration, the, the Obama administration, etc.? About 20 years ago, which is what Bezmanov said would be uh, the, the amount of time you would need to demoralize and destabilize a nation. And whether you put the starting point around the turn of the century or at some other point, it's the same process. It's the same idea. Demoralization, destabilization, crisis and normalization. And, you know, governments have these programs like the British have the 77th Brigade in the army. The Israeli Defense Force has Unit 8200. And the U.S., you saw recently, we've done a couple of shows on it, the Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group. And a lot of this stuff is based on Bernays and Freud, and it's all based on psychology and it's mind warfare. More about this when we come back from break. Plus, China's hand in the honeypot that is America. I'll tell you about that when we come back from break. Police stations monitoring Chinese nationals in the United States. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged. I wrote Liberty Shrugged to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700-page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the Founding Fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. 
We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. This is David Icke from davidike.com and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. We've known since 2011 at least that U.S. Central Command, CENTCOM, has employed officially what they call sock puppets on line platforms, on social media platforms, etc., to spread disinformation, certain forms of propaganda, and to create chaos. Back in 2011, 10 different fake accounts could be controlled by a single person. Each account would have its own background, its own supporting details, its own history, etc. In other words... CENTCOM and a California corporation which was working with CENTCOM would also work with other companies, Silicon Valley, to create these fake accounts so that they could harass, they could disinform, they could misinform, and they could create chaos in parts of Asia and the Middle East. This is what they were originally doing it for. However, other things have been employed for military reasons that have ended up making their way home. One of those is that big white blimp they used to use to spot terrorist activity. Well, that white blimp, it might even be over Washington, D.C. already, but they had originally proposed that we put one of these or two of these or three of these over Washington to protect the Capitol and use them along the southern border. I've seen them here in the state of Arizona. I've been down to the southern border, and there are blimps there. Which, by the way, if you've never been to the southern border, even in nice parts of southern Arizona, there are literally just, there are illegal immigrants running across the street. 
I've drove down there one time and I saw three different people. One person was being uh, uh, arrested by uh, Border Patrol. There were two other people just running around, just literally just running across the street. It's it's really, really bad. But these blimps came over here and the sock puppets or, you know, you you could call them a lot of things. You know, sock puppets are humans controlling fake accounts. You have bots and you have AI, which have compounded this problem. And it's a problem that now persists probably as one of the driving forces of chaos and destruction now in the United States of America. And you have similar programs in other countries. For example, in the UK, the British military has the 77th Brigade. In Israel, the Israeli Defense Force, a brutal, brutal terrorist-driven military unit, has something called Unit 8200. Both the 77th Brigade and Unit 8200 are psychological operation units. The U.S. military has their own version of this beyond the sock puppets, beyond the AI and beyond the bots. The U.S. Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group. Just a few months ago, we saw a huge story that went viral all over social media. People cared for, I don't know, 10 minutes, something like that, and then nobody cared anymore. But the Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group proposed the question in a very disturbing video, have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? Everything is a weapon, even this video. They were recruiting people to military psychological warfare. They were recruiting people to become military psychological operations personnel. Now, within a few years of the 2011 announcement, there's a Guardian article I went into my archive. I pulled this out. I remember this article vividly. Doing radio on it back in 2011. I didn't know a fraction of what I know today. But within a few years of that, we started to see Silicon Valley employ AI bots officially. And we saw the directionalization of censorship in any form of opposition to the political views of the corporations, the banks, and the Silicon Valley elite. Whatever they're told to do, that's what they do. You heard Mark Zuckerberg, right? You heard Mark Zuckerberg tell Joe Rogan that the FBI came to him and told him to work on censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story. So, yes, Silicon Valley does it, but... The FBI, other government agencies also instruct Silicon Valley. So they're working together. Now, when you have Mark Zuckerberg saying to Joe Rogan on one of the most popular shows in the world, the FBI told us to scrub the story, told us to censor and drive down the story. Not only is that, I think, tampering with the democratic process of an election, I also think that it's criminal, it's illegal, it's immoral, and I also believe that, by definition, it's fascism, because it's a merger of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, even the Department of Justice, I mean, any of these groups, with big corporations and the big banks that finance them, to literally influence an election and literally control the flow of information to 
support certain people like Joe Biden to allow them to obtain power because they basically work for this corrupt machine. I'm not saying that Donald Trump is any better or any worse. We're not talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about Mark Zuckerberg. We're talking about the FBI. We're talking about Facebook. So Zuckerberg said Facebook was told by the FBI to censor the story. Censor the story. Censor the story. Don't let the story circulate on your platform. So data said, yes, sir. And they made sure that they censored the story. So there are several layers to this. In 2011, you have the employment officially of sock puppets. You have in the United States, in the UK, in Israel, you have the psychological warfare operations and divisions of the military and government. The 77th Brigade, Israel's Unit 8200, the U.S. Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group. And within a couple of years of this 2011 announcement, we started to see the official deployment and employment of AI bots and the directionalization of censorship for various forms of content, pictures, videos, articles that were in opposition to political views or to the views held by big corporations, etc. Now, in 2018, we learned something maybe even more disturbing, something that was played down by the media, all media, and that is that Google was working on a censored search engine for the communist Chinese. And we know Google was founded with intelligence agency money, hundreds of millions of dollars. Google, we know, just like Facebook, censors content in their searches. Facebook's a platform, Google's a search engine, but Google also controls YouTube. Just like Facebook controls and uh, other corporations control these offshoots, they're all part of the same system. That's why they refer to it as alphabet. Because these are alphabet agencies masquerading as social media companies, search engines, etc. Because they're controlling the flow of information. Now, the program that Google was working on with the communist Chinese, which Google should have been dismantled after a federal investigation into this. Instead, all we got were a couple of news articles that said things like this. Google's secret censored search engine triggers protest. The name of the search engine, Project Dragonfly. Google was agreeing to share the data of individuals who make searches for things like this. Dalai Lama, human rights, democracy. So if you're in China and you were using this search engine, if you tried to search for democracy, what is democracy? What is this idea of a meritocracy? What is this idea of a republic? What is this idea of human rights? This I, You have a right to defend yourself? You have a, a right to, to, to keep and, and protect your family and your property without the government interfering? You have a right to earn a living? You have a right to this and right to... What are these ideas? What are these? Who's John Locke? And you type these things in, and Google would send up a red flag. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. 
ah, ah, ah. And then they would let the Chinese government know, you've got this person in this city searching for freedom and human rights. And then that person disappears. This is what Google was building for the communist dictatorship of China. Now, according to The Intercept, that project ended in December of 2018 into January of 2019. But again, the name of the project, Dragonfly, that program, that project ended. They've switched the name or they stopped the production of the project because they accomplished what they needed to accomplish and the Chinese have an amplified firewall censorship system that also notifies the government when people try to search for something. So before you could search for it, but it would be blocked. Now if you even try to search for it, Xi Jinping knows. And this is the same kind of a thing we see not just with search engines, but back to social media. TikTok. I actually just re-uploaded a show, I think it was from April, that I did called The Mouse, M-A-O-S, The Mouse Set Up TikTok. Like the mouse ran up the clock. The mouse set up TikTok. And in that show, I talked for two hours about TikTok, how it's owned by this Chinese company, ByteDance, and how officially, like, none of this is speculative. Officially, when you use TikTok in particular, it is very well documented that TikTok in particular, because of the short bursts of video and the wavelength and how all of this stuff mixes and matches together, it causes nervousness, nervous, uh, nervous tics, Tourette syndrome, emotional distress, violent outbursts, etc. Along with your depression and all that. However, TikTok doesn't have the same effect on Americans as it does on the Chinese. Do they have special glasses that filter out this stuff? No. In China, they see things on TikTok that promote family, that promote art, that promote math, that promote science, that promote engineering, that promote culture, that promote community, that, comp- uh, that promote socialization, that promote all the, quote, good things in life. Things that hold a civilization together. Not in the United States. In the United States, all you see is porn, debauchery, drug use, now, I'm not a prude myself. I'm okay with porn and violence. I've watched violent movies. I've watched movies where there are sex scenes. Sometimes they come up and it's kind of uncomfortable because you didn't expect it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in China, they promote art. They promote math. They promote family. That's what the algorithm shows the Chinese people. They're under a thumb but this is a controlled distribution of what we in the West would see as very positive conservative things. But in the West, we don't see those things. We're told any kind of conservatism is bad, racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, etc. And we're instead shown pornography, violence, There's a video going around Twitter right now that's a pro-abortion song. 
and the 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 woman. I mean, it's literally just two, these two women, and one of the girls. She has a huge ass, and she's you know twerking the whole time while this other woman's like counting money in her car, saying how she ain't gonna have no inner babies, n i g er babies. You know, get that baby out of me. That that goes viral on Twitter here in the United States. I mean, some of that viralness is also because you know conservatives share that stuff like look at what they're doing but it's true why is it that the algorithm is different here than it is in china why is the algorithm showing them math and social skills and family when in the united states we see the very opposite i mean like i'm i'm i hardly use twitter but i'm surprised sometimes on twitter the things that pop up on my feed, they don't even have anything to do with the, with other things I had been searching for. I, I don't even really search for a lot. I just go through the feed and what does the algorithm show me? And I get things that pop up on there that are totally unrelated. It's like it's like an advertisement or a sponsorship, but it's not an advertisement or a sponsorship. It's like it's it's there to pull my attention away from what I'm looking for. And this is not a debatable thing. This is what TikTok does. This is what Twitter does. This is what Facebook does. In other countries where they can access these things, particularly in China where you can access TikTok, it's not showing you big booty black ladies singing about abortion. It's showing you family good, math good, art good, science good, engineering good, community good, culture good. Not in the United States. So sock puppets, Psychological operation units working in the UK military, the Israeli Defense Force and the US military, the deployment of artificial intelligence and bots to censor content, particularly in opposition to the political views of, uh, I don't know, Twitter, Google, Facebook, whatever. And then around 2018, we learned that China was building a censorship platform, Dragonfly. But they shut that down, right? Well, the same idea is used for your Apple phones. I'm pretty sure that because the NSA wrote a lot of the backdoor coding for the Android phones, that was mainstream news. Androids probably have the same thing going on. But when you type something, like if I type a message and I don't send it, they still have a record of that. This is exactly what Dragonfly was going to do in China. I get online. I type in democracy, I type in human rights, and suddenly I disappear. Because even though I can't find it because of the firewall, Google notifies the Chinese authorities who respond immediately to this racist, evil, disgusting, sexist, bigoted, horrific, harassment, the discriminatory thing that we call democracy. But I thought all the people that worked at Google loved democracy, yet they were building a system to destroy any kind of investigation by foreigners who might not know about these things into what a democracy is, which is just mob rule. So it's okay to have democracy if it's a mob rule, but it's not okay if we actually have a rule of law that has to be supported and democracy is just a side component of that. So it's controlling information, which controls perception. It's controlling definitions, which control perception. And if you can control information, and you can control definitions, and you can control perception, you control behavior. And that's what it's all about. It's all about the psychology and the controlling of your behavior, which is what the nephew of Sigmund Freud, Edward Bernays, wrote in his famous 
Propaganda. His book, Organizing Chaos, Chapter 1. I'll read you the first paragraph here. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. We are governed, our minds molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested largely by men we have never heard of. What might be actually scarier than that quote is James McConnell, psychology professor, University of Michigan. This was back in the 70s. He said this, I believe that the day has come when we can combine sensory deprivation with drugs, hypnosis, and astute manipulation of reward and punishment to gain absolute control over an individual's behavior. It should then be possible to achieve a very rapid and highly effective type of brainwashing that would allow us to make dramatic changes in a person's behavior and personality. He goes on to say, we should reshape society so that we all would be trained from birth to want to do what society wants us to do. And he says in the 70s, quote, we have the techniques to do it. Think about that line. We should reshape society, reset society, so that we can be trained from birth to do what society wants us to do. This is very similar to what Bernays said. To manipulate the conscious, to manipulate the intelligence, to manipulate the organized habits and opinions, that's a fundamental element in democratic society. And you manipulate the conscious, the subconscious, the intelligence, all of these components and aspects of the brain, mind, body, soul, etc. You do that through the changing of the definition of words, you do that through fallacy. You do that through contradictory information from official sources to create confusion. You do this by controlling the flow of information in all of these forms and more. And by controlling that flow of information, you control, obviously, people's perceptions. And you have multiple flows of information, one to the right, one to the left, a few a little left to center, but not fully left, a few a little right to center, but not fully right, a few that are totally off the chart, wacko, crazy. Then you create separate, seemingly independent and individual areas of thought, but they're all coming from the same perception management strategy to control the flow of information. Once you control information, you control those perceptions those perceptions then begin to function like computer programs. Therefore, you control the behavior of those people. And if you want to go a step further, that's the mind. You want to control the body directly. You introduce mRNA into the body, a synthetic, genetically engineered ribonucleic acid messenger, mRNA, into the cells. You transform the information that is being traded and passed along between the RNA, the DNA, and the cells, and you fundamentally transform and rewrite the body. So you can control the flow of information and therefore the perception and therefore the behavior, but then you can also control the actual physical body to turn the human being into nothing more than a machine that can be programmed. And that is the final 
revolution, or at least part of the final revolution. Some of you may have seen this. China is operating in the United States of America. Policing centers. They're also operating policing centers in Canada. And they're operating policing centers in Europe. That's where most of those policing centers are located. If you've already heard this, you might know a little bit of what I'm going to present to you now and into the next hour. If not, pay very close attention. China has opened dozens of overseas police service stations. According to the watchdog For human rights, safeguard defenders, they published a report, 110 overseas, Chinese transnational policing gone wild, documents an effort to combat fraud by China, to combat fraud by its citizens living overseas, in part by opening several police stations on five continents that have assisted Chinese authorities in carrying out police operations on a foreign soil. 54 stations in 30 different countries. China has attempted to, quote, combat the growing issue of fraud and telecommunication fraud by Chinese nationals living abroad, according to the report, running operations that have resulted in 230,000 Chinese nationals being, quote, persuaded to return to China persuaded to return to China voluntarily or by other means so they can face criminal prosecution. These police service stations harass, intimidate, and threaten Chinese nationals. A couple of months ago, I went to see something called Xinyun. It is a traditional Chinese dance performance. And uh, one of the things that really got me was that they were promoting it so I usually don't go to theater and see things like this, but uh, they were promoting it as, you know, see the, you know, the traditional Chinese culture that the Communist Party doesn't want you to see. Because they're creating their own culture now in China, coming out of um, the strictest parts and components of the, the, the Great Leap Forward and the Cultural Revolution and everything that's happened with uh, technocracy being established by Kissinger and all the usual suspects. Uh, after the death of Mao, China's creating their own culture. But China had a beautiful culture, lots of different cultures, and that was obliterated in a short period of time by the communists when they took over in the late 40s, early 50s, you know, with things like the Four Olds and, you know, again, the Cultural Revolution, etc. Mao's famine that killed 45 million people. When you look at it, you look at the history of this, China has this beautiful culture. It's destroyed. So some people today, like these Shenyun performers, they, they've tried to bring back that traditional Chinese culture. And here in the United States, they, they travel around and they, they do the performances. And I thought it was really beautiful. I usually don't like things like that, but I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the dancing. I would totally go see it again. And they, they were talking about how a lot of the performers because most of them are, are, are from China, or there was a girl, I think, from Japan, but most of them are from China, uh, or they had lived in China. And they say some of, their, some of their family still lives in China. And because of what they do here in the States, their family gets harassed, or potentially their family might disappear because of what they do on the other side of the world, because they're trying to bring 
attention. They even have a dance uh, that that shows the brutality of, of, of what the communists did in China. So they do that to, those are just people living in China, the family members, they harass them, target them, etc., because their, their sons or their daughters are in the United States doing things like this. But now, China has police service stations, and they've probably had them for years, and we didn't know about them. And they have them in the United States. Not as many in the United States as other places, but they do have some in the United States, at least one we know of for sure. I believe that's in uh, New York City is where they have this, quote, service station. But they have the ability now to spread propaganda, just like the U.S. and those, those sock puppets in the Middle East, spread propaganda and harass and intimidate and target Chinese nationals living in the United States, in Europe, in Canada, they now have the ability to target Chinese nationals living in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, anywhere else, with the same kind of techniques that the U.S. military used with their sock puppets in the Middle East and Asia back in 2011, which has ballooned into AI bots and censorship and government working with corporations and Facebook told to censor the Hunter Biden story by the FBI. And now China has these centers and it couldn't be any more clear any more obvious that Pooh Bear Xi Jinping has his hand in the honeypot of America. He's been caught in the pot. And we're going to go further into this in the next hour. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Email rdgable at yahoo.com. TheSecretTeachings.info is the website. Please subscribe. Please buy a book. If you do, we stay on air Monday through Friday. More after this. Don't go anywhere. listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. Think about your hero. 
when you're at ground zero and call up to the fall up back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. back to the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable thank you so much for joining us china has opened a number of police stations in the u.s canada and europe they're meant to monitor chinese citizens abroad according to safeguard defenders a human rights watchdog group they had a report they published called 110 overseas Chinese transnational policing gone wild. And that report has sort of gone viral. Now GOP lawmakers are demanding an explanation for these Chinese police stations. One of them in New York City. There are 54 in 30 countries, mostly in Europe. So some of these news articles are slightly misleading. There's one in the United States. There's at least one in Canada and there are Dozens in Europe and different parts of uh, other parts of the world, largely, though, again, in Europe and uh, the U.S. and Canada. China has attempted to use these stations to target, intimidate, harass and threaten Chinese nationals. In the last segment, I told you about going to a performance called Xinyan, believe is how you pronounce it, and they promote this uh, dance performance most of them are Chinese. They promote this dance performance as traditional Chinese culture and dance. And they promote it alongside of statements such as see what the Communist Party doesn't want you to see about Chinese history. And some of these people, they live in the United States. They travel around the United States to do these performances. And the Chinese Communist Party targets their relatives at home. But this is worse than that. This is another country where China has set up a policing military operation to target Chinese nationals overseas in, well, based on what China's view of the world is, hostile nations. Why is there a Chinese police service station in New York City? China is a hostile foreign government And people flee China to come to places like the United States. You saw the people of Hong Kong waving American flags while the white bourgeois liberal morons in Portland were waving communist flags. And they come to the United States and the Chinese still target police, harass, intimidate, threaten, etc. Those people that came here to escape that kind of thing. Our government should be ashamed but they're not because it seems for something like this to be going on there has to be collusion the government of new york city the mayor the city council all the people that run that big city have to have knowledge that chinese police and what amount to military personnel they're they're terrorists is what they are 
are harassing Chinese nationals and even people that are citizens of the United States. Maybe they've obtained their citizenship. That doesn't matter. And what do you think China does with all that additional data that they acquire? All that additional data on you, on your friends and your family. If you're living in New York City, you might be from New York City. Guess what? Very good chance the Chinese from a foreign hostile government overseas are monitoring what you do in your own home. You thought the NSA was bad? You thought the Snowden leaks were bad? You thought PRISM was bad? You thought warrantless wiretapping by Boy George was bad? Well, Xi Jinping, a.k.a. Pooh Bear, has been caught with his hand in the pot. That is America. The Chinese have been operating similar kinds of programs like Thousand Talents where they recruit talented people. In other words, they pay off, they target, they threaten, they recruit people to work for them. Like, remember the guy, Mr. Lieber, remember Charles Lieber, who was working with the communist Chinese and got arrested. And, 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 and I, you know, I had someone tell me he didn't get arrested because he was working with China. He got arrested because he lied to federal agents. Well, first of all, what does it matter? Second of all, regardless of why he got arrested, he was still working with a foreign government as a citizen of the United States to compromise the United States. The man should be buried beneath the prison after a trial. People like that who sell out their own country, people like that who sell out their their friends and their family, and we have no place for people like that in this world. And yet China has influenced people like Charles Lieber to work for them for a little bit of money. We know about the intellectual property theft universities, governments. I mean, do I have to remind you that Diane Feinstein had a Chinese spy as her personal driver? Do I have to remind you that Eric Swalwell or Swallowwell or whatever his name is was banging a Chinese spy? When you have congressmen, when you have representatives of government, that are literally in bed with spies, like it's the Cold War or something. You have people like Swallowell. You have people like Diane Feinstein, Feinstein, that literally have Chinese spies working for them or blowing them. And guess where Diane Feinstein and guess where Eric Swalwell are from? Well, Swalwell is, well, they're from California. They're representatives from California. So when people say it's California, and they're not joking, it, it really is communist California. We were worried about the Japanese attacking California during World War II. Didn't think the Chinese would be invading in 2022. Eric Swalwell, Diane Feinstein. How do you have spies working for driving you and the the story barely gets a mention in the press 
I mean, if anything, I would I would assume for the supporters of Swalwell and Feinstein, it's probably a badge of honor. Look, she's not racist. She has a Chinese person driving her around. Look, he's not racist. He's having sex with a Chinese woman. I think she's Chinese. She's definitely a spy for the communists of China, but pretty sure she's Chinese. It's like a badge of honor for these people or something. Look, I sold out my own country. I support China that censors searches for democracy. I love Google. Google does such wonderful things and they help us get information and they help us crack down on conspiracy theories. I love that they don't let the Chinese people search for democracy or John Locke or human rights because that's just communism is trying to make the world an equal place. Yeah, equally poor. That's what they're making the world. An equally poor, equally brain dead population. So I don't know if any of that is is uh, ringing in your head like it is mine, like uh, you know, a grenade just went off or a landmine just exploded. My ears are ringing a little bit. Maybe I should read it again to you. Chinese spies, police, and what amount to military personnel have police stations in New York City to police Chinese nationals and even Chinese who become American citizens. Not just Chinese nationals and Chinese who become American citizens, but also your average American who happens to be in the immediate crossfire. And I can hear the defense of this. I can hear people, well, they're not tracking American citizens. They're just looking after their own people. Well, let me ask you this question. Can the U.S. government set up a police station in Beijing to monitor the Chinese people? Are you kidding me? But China can do it in New York City because, ah, oh, thank you, China, for virus. It's okay. I don't understand why we glorify China. Why do you glorify a country? Why do you glorify a political ideology that murders hundreds of millions of people? Why do, why do you glorify a country where the average person is a drone? Where women are forced routinely into you know, sex trafficking. It's just massive human smuggling, sex trafficking, child abuse, concentration camps for ethnic minorities like the Uyghurs. Is it because you get your Apple phone and your Nike shoes from there? There, there? There's no more of a better example of the epitome of hypocrisy, like the definition of hypocrisy when you and ignorance. When you have the, the people that go to protests and people that protest online and they're all about equality and social justice but they do it with Apple phones and Nike shoes and they talk about how evil slavery was. So you hate the country that ended slavery, but you enjoy learning about China and supporting China that literally runs concentration slave camps today. See, that's what doesn't make any sense. Western society ended the institution of slavery as it had existed. Uh, you know, places like Africa continued it, of course. The Middle East, it's still a thing. And in China, it's still a thing. But the United States of America ended slavery as a practice. It took a long time because some people didn't want to end it, but eventually it ended. Obviously, race wasn't the foundation of it anyway, but 
it eventually ended. So you hate the country that ended slavery. You hate the country that installed a form of government at its inception that is a democratic republic with a rule of law. And you hate Nazis. You hate concentration camps and anti-Semitism. But you love China. You love their concentration camps. You love their hatred of anybody who isn't Chinese. So you hate their, you hate our, you know, apparent xenophobia, supposed xenophobia, but you love their xenophobia, right? It doesn't really make any sense at all. And yet, Feinstein can have a communist spy driver and Swallowell can, you know, get swallowed by a Chinese spy, communist spy, and China can run concentration camps and China can run sweatshops and death factories and China can violate human rights and China can chop people up and take their organs for practicing Fulongong in the park and China can harass people and intimidate people and force people to come home from overseas to face prosecution. In other words, a Soviet-style trial like Alex Jones is going through and then they're jailed or they just disappear. China can do all those things because China good, America bad. And you don't really get an explanation of why that is. This is a result of massive, stunning, unbelievable, gargantuan mind control. And it starts with things like the sock puppets back in 2011. California company, why not a California company? And U.S. Central Command CENTCOM employed sock puppets online to spread disinformation and create chaos largely in the Middle East and Asia. Every agent could control 10 different fake accounts. Now, the UK has something similar. They call it the 77th Brigade. Israel has uh, Unit 8200. The United States also has the 4th Psychological Operations Group of the U.S. Army. All these groups do the same thing as those sock puppets were meant to do. They're meant to spread disinformation, spread misinformation, cultivate chaos, and watch things crumble. And within a few years of this 2011 announcement, Silicon Valley began employing AI bots. They were directly censoring content in opposition to political views, shadow banning people, etc. We know Google here in the States censored information on Hillary Clinton, and we learned that Google was also building a secret censorship search engine, probably the same one they used for the Hillary Clinton scrubbing, called Dragonfly for the Communist Party of China. We also know that applications like TikTok, owned by the Chinese ByteDance, are algorithmically programmed to show Chinese user, a Chinese users' uh, families, math, art, science, engineering, astronomy, anything, really, that intrigues and creates intellectual discussion and debate, but not in America. In America, something else happens on TikTok. In America, you see big, fat, black women dancing in rap videos telling you how great abortion is. That's a real Twitter video that just was circulating. Uh, On TikTok, you see porn. You see degeneracy, debauchery, drug use. See, in America, the algorithm is different. In America, the algorithm doesn't want you to see families. 
The algorithm wants you to see chaos. The algorithm wants you to be confused. You see how that works? They want you to see violence and stupidity. Plus, TikTok and other apps, they're causing nervous tics, emotional instability, violent outbursts, Tourette syndrome. All of this is cultivating what former KGB operative Yuri Bezmenov said was a part of a process to break society down. Demoralization, destabilization, this takes about 20 years. Go back to 9-11, 20 years roughly. Then you have a crisis and then you have the normalization process. Remember we kept hearing about the new normal? There's always a new normal. There's perpetual warfare, perpetual division, perpetual class, sex, race, etc. warfare. Now beyond China's Thousand Talents program and their infamous intellectual property theft, we're now learning of police service stations operating in Europe, Canada, and the United States. Now, obviously, the media, conservative media that has covered it, they've been dishonest, too, because they say, for example, in this article, we have GOP lawmakers demand explanation for deeply troubling Chinese police station in New York. It's in New York City. That headline's actually accurate, but the New York Post wrote this, China has opened police stations in U.S. and Canada to monitor Chinese citizens misleading because although they have open stations, plural, two different countries, most of the stations are in other countries. In fact, 28 countries service. In fact, 54 stations operate in 30 different countries. That's a lot of stations. They're not all in the United States. So that's, that's kind of misleading. And I only want to bring that to your attention because this is not the regurgitation of conservative media. It's looking at details and facts and trying to figure out what's going on because liberal media ain't going to touch it. And the few conservative media outlets that do touch it, they touch it with gloves on and they're, they're, they're a little bit nervous about it. In fact, it wasn't even the media that broke this story. It was a watchdog group called Safeguard Defenders, Human Rights Watchdog. This article is from last night. Headed by study committee chairman Jim Banks, representatives Michael Waltz and Mike Gallagher, 21 lawmakers, along with these guys, sent a letter to Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Attorney General Merrick Garland. That's, I mean, that's like, might as well send toilet paper. He's going to throw it out. To demand answers on how the Chinese police were able to establish a branch in the United States. Letter says the Public Safety Police Bureau of Fuzhou, China, announced in January 2022 that it had opened the first batch of 30 overseas police service stations in 25 cities and 21 countries. In the United States, the police's overseas service station is hosted at the American Changle Association, an overseas Chinese hometown organization in New York City. According to the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, the United Front Work Department operates under the Chinese Communist Party to direct thousands of groups in conducting operations involving foreign political influence. Ah, foreign political influence. Dissident movement suppression. Intelligence gathering. Technology transfer. That sounds like the Thousand Talents program. Now they've just opened up an office to conduct the fraud and the theft. Take a listen to that again. Australian Strategic Policy Institute. 
They say the Communist Party of China is running these groups. And these groups are involved in foreign political influence, not political influence, foreign political influence, meaning these groups are influencing the politics of other countries. That's why your universities, that's why your mainstream media, that's why virtually every political thing you see, particularly from one side of the political spectrum, which has been hijacked and which is bleeding their supporters, the Democratic Party, they are completely infested with communist propaganda. Part of that also is the dissident movement suppression, intelligence gathering, and technology transfer. I thought they were just monitoring citizens from China who were abroad. Did you really think that's all they were doing? I mean, even then, this place should be shut down. These people should be arrested and they should be put on a boat and sent back to China. Foreign political influence. What does that sound like to you? It's just slowly but surely. They're just encroaching, 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 encroaching. It's like, well, they're over there. This is just like online stuff. No, now they actually have physical locations. A branch opening up in your neighborhood soon. As if Eric Swalwell and Dianne Feinstein being caught with Chinese spies is somehow, you know, you think that would be the worst of it, but it's not. If this is the level of infiltration, we have very little time. In fact, Yuri Besmanov said that once you realize what's going on, you have very, very little precious time to revert course. We have very little precious time to revert course. We have congressmen, senators that are literally employing Chinese spies in their offices or in their bedrooms. We have Chinese police, military, propaganda, psych operation stations operating in the United States, in Canada. But Trudeau loves that. Trudeau probably, you know, he cut the red tape himself when they opened that. And all over Europe. So why wouldn't you see constant, obsessive, compulsive propaganda coming from the Communist Party of China? Why would they show their own people on TikTok families and love and children and beautiful things in nature and how to do math and draw and science and engineering, but then show Americans twerking and pornography and just cash money and videos that promote degeneracy and debauchery and drug use and You think that's all a coincidence? It's not a coincidence. They're harassing, they're intimidating, they're threatening Chinese nationals and spreading ruthless propaganda, but they're also influencing political movements and creating resistance to dissident movements in the United States as well as abroad, you know, uh, in regard to what's happening in China. So that might be like Xinjiang. Uh, But it's also like, eh, you know, if I say no, no communists, well, the Chinese probably are monitoring and tracking what I'm saying. The algorithms, the AI, the sock puppets, certainly they're running their own sock puppets, AI bots and and, and other things like that as well. And all of it is about psychology. That's what it's all about. I'm not sure if anybody 
listening to the show tonight has dug into this story, but on October 8th, the Daily Wire published this article, PayPal reverses plan to fine users $2,500 for misinformation after a Daily Wire report. Bloomberg picked the story up two days later, so this was on Monday of this week. PayPal says it never intended to fine users for misinformation. So they have no intention of fining users, fining customers for spreading misinformation. Well, that's because they were criticized immediately for publishing a new user agreement outlining such a plan. What, they just took the time to have lawyers, have attorneys sit down and write this thing out with psychologists and then we weren't actually going to implement it. You guys are stupid. We weren't going to do it. No, they'll just put it on the back burner for a few days. Everybody will forget, and then they'll implement it next week. According to Bloomberg, the issue gained traction over the weekend after the company published the policy updates prohibiting users from using the PayPal service for activities identified by the company as, quote, the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials, end quote, promoting misinformation. The acceptable use policy was going to kick in November 3rd. You could be fined $2,500 for every single violation. Huh. Isn't that interesting? But remember, PayPal, they were, they were just joking. They were just messing around with you. They weren't actually going to do it. Now, you caught them with their hand in the honeypot. Just like we just caught... Xi Jinping's hand in the honeypot. We caught the Communist Party in the honeypot. I'm referring to the honeypot because Xi Jinping has been referred to as Pooh Bear and state media of China doesn't like that. So I edited his head onto a picture of Pooh Bear tonight and we called the show Caught in the Pot. And I took the honey off the pot and I put uh, America across it. One of my favorite promos I've made in a while, but uh, China has been caught in the pot. And they're proud of it. Look at that smug look on that dictator's face. He's proud of it. He's proud of what he's doing. They're proud of what they're doing. They're not upset about it. They're not worried about it. They're not scared about it. They're proud of it. PayPal, Google, YouTube, and all the rest are working with them. There's no way to dispute that. It is 100% factual. More complicated, absolutely, but 100% factual. Oh, and by the way... I found something I actually haven't read, and it's two years old. But when I was reading about the sock puppets and the psych operations, I found this story. This is from the World Economic Forum back in April of 2020. Lockdown is the world's biggest psychological experiment. They're telling you it's all fictitious. It's all made up. It's all in the mind. And if they can control information, they can control perception. They can control the mind. They can control behavior. That's what it's all about. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page 
facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info if you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of ryan's research in your hands grab a physical and digital copy of his books occult arcana will introduce you to sacred myths folklore and alchemy the technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and ai to black goo and ufos Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl up to the follow back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi everyone, this is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. sock puppets to artificial intelligence to bots to military psychological operation units just like Edward Bernays said we are governed our minds molded our tastes formed our ideas suggested largely by men we have never heard of over the last three years psychology has been employed in ways that most of us would never expect even if we were to read the actual documentation that proves that psychological methods have been employed to keep the general public in the herd to keep them in line. I was doing a little bit of research for a show coming up later this week 
and I came across this article from the UK. The article, you really have to read it to believe it sincerely. Uh, I don't think the average person could read this thing, um, you know, just from a quote. You have to look at the actual document itself. It's unbelievable. It is from the United Kingdom. It's from their health services over there. And it says options for increasing adherence to social distancing measures. And it lists the different options. Education, which means spreading disinformation. Persuasion, persuade people to social distance based on a perceived threat. It says a substantial number of people still do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. Number three, appeal to responsibility to others. You have a responsibility to keep others safe. That's the collectivized hive mind. The positive messaging around actions, you can keep yourself and others and your community safe and you're doing what's good for yourself and your community and you're following the science. Number five, tailoring the message to the individual. Someone who enjoys their freedom. Don't you love freedom? Well, if you get this vaccine, you can have your freedom back. We took it from you. If you vote for us, we'll get gas down another dollar. Well, yeah, you're, but you're responsible for it increasing $3. Incentivization. Social approval, it says. Coercing people based on the need they have for approval from others. Compulsion. Forcing people to do it because, well, it's compulsory. Even if it's not legal or lawful, telling people it is. Forcing them to do it. They'll do it. They'll think that it's the law. They have to follow it. That's what all the people in the U.S. did. I mean, people within seconds. Places I was in New York, uh, the grocery store I worked at, people immediately, like instantaneously said, absolutely, yes, sir, I will do what you are told, told me to do. Yes, sir. And then you call the health department or the state government, and they're like, oh, no, you, don't, you can't force people to do this. You absolutely cannot. They're totally illegal. But if you want to tell them that they can do it if they want to do it, but imply that it's mandatory and they have to, or they'll go to jail or get fined, that's okay. It's all psychology. The NIH, Yale University. We also had an AMA report. All of them teaching doctors, nurses, news presenters, and others how to control conversations, how to conduct themselves physically, their eye movement, their body language. I mean, this is a lot of effort to convince you of something that if it really is safe and effective or if these methods of mitigation really are beneficial, you should be able to prove with common sense and scientific data, but they don't have it, so it all becomes a mind game. That's why the New England Journal of Medicine said that any usage of a mask is worthless, but it's a talisman. They use that word. It's a talisman to make other people feel better and to create the illusion of safety. There's also a study that came out from the Royal Society of Medicine back in 2000, and I believe this was 15. Yes, 2015. Oxford University. Last time I checked, Oxford was a pretty prestigious school. 2015, though, and this document, this article says that there's no benefit to wearing a mask for surgeons. 
But if they were to get rid of the masks, it would make people feel less safe, even though the masks don't prevent infection. That's the Royal Society of Medicine. I mean, royal. I mean, can you get more prestigious than Oxford University and the Royal Society of Medicine telling you masks are worthless? But it doesn't matter because it's a compliance measure. How much are you willing to comply? Now, tonight's show is not about COVID-19 and SARS-CoV-2, but the psychology is important to understand because it's now being employed for climate change. And anybody who disagreed with the social distancing or the masks, etc., I found myself as being one of them because I've read the scientific data because a lot of this is common sense because if they're telling us something, they have to prove it first. You have to weigh the benefits and the, and the consequences of, of what you're doing, the upsides and the downsides. You get tracked online by sock puppets. You get tracked online by psychological operation units. You get tracked online, yeah, by some crazy nut job political people that think that you know th- their life is bad because an orange guy is in the White House. But a lot of it is sock puppet. A lot of it is bot, AI, algorithm, program to re- repeat and regurgitate. A-, a lot of it, though, is psychology employed through the algorithm, employed through the sock puppets. They've got their talking points. They've got their little scripts. And they just bombard you with it to demoralize you to destabilize you emotionally, to create crisis, and then to normalize this so you become nothing more than a drone, totally confused, totally disconnected from reality. It's all about psychology. So I dug up, by complete and sheer accident, I dug up this article from the World Economic Forum. I was researching last night, looking into these Chinese police, military, terrorist stations in New York, Canada, and Europe, and other parts of the world. I think most of them are in Europe. Uh, There's only one in New York City and one in Canada, as far as we know. And they use these uh, stations to monitor Chinese nationals, but also American citizens, and they use them officially. This is part of what we've uh, what we've uncovered with the investigate these groups like the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. These aren't like, you know, these aren't like forums online saying this. The whole point is to influence political, foreign arguments and debates, suppress dissident movements, gather intelligence, and transfer technology. That's the Thousand Talents program. So China's doing all that, and I want you to keep China in the back of your mind because although China might not be, for a lot of people, you know, as big of a threat as conservatives make it, it's certainly a much greater threat than liberals make it. They, they think China's wonderful. I mean, you do have Senator Feinstein with a Chinese communist spy driver and Eric Swalwell was getting his swallowed pretty well by a Chinese communist honeypot spy. And that's OK. But, you know, when the former president has documents and he's tried to has declassified some or was debating and discussing things with the with the archives and what he could could and couldn't take and that's not good. I'm not saying the guy even didn't do something wrong. Maybe he, maybe he did do something wrong. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why the media is focused on that and not foreign communist Chinese spies that are banging Congress people, 
that are driving senators. That should be a big investigation, but everybody forgets. But remember China, because China is a big part of what the World Economic Forum says in this document. This is from April 9th, 2020. Now, some of you might remember that Rockefeller document, Scenarios for the Future of Technology and International Development, 2010. And in that document, when they talked about these uh, potential pandemics, they referred to certain countries as having the ability to respond uh, better. One of those countries is China. Now, the World Health Organization Director General, Mr. Tedros, he said this about China's response to the pandemic in the early days. The Chinese government is to be congratulated for extraordinary measures it has taken to contain the outbreak. China is actually setting a new normal, 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 standard for outbreak response, and it is not an exaggeration. Oh, they're setting a new standard. That doesn't mean it's a good standard. And to the Chinese Communist Party, it's not an exaggeration. It's actually an under-exaggeration, locking people in their homes and keeping these mitigation policies in place indefinitely. But, I mean, the White House isn't much better The Trump emergency order has never been pulled back during the Biden administration, even though Biden said the pandemic was over. They maintain their power, just like the Chinese in the communist-run country of China. But the WHO director general said China is doing something wonderful. Remember all those videos of the people passing out on the street or dying on the street or exploding on the street or whatever they were doing, and then that happened how many times in the U.S.? From the same so-called disease all staged, all propaganda. We didn't know at the time what was going on. We could speculate, but all staged, all propaganda. And funny enough, social media let those stories and videos circulate. Why would they do that? It was disinformation, but it's the right kind of disinformation. And it goes directly into line with these spy operations the Chinese are running in New York City and other places like in Canada and Europe. They are there to suppress political dissent, even of the foreign country that they're operating in, even of that political system. So they're infiltrating politics, they're infiltrating business, they're infiltrating uh, uh, the energy grid, they're infiltrating uh, universities, they're infiltrating everything. This is 21st century warfare. So, To the World Economic Forum article, now we go. Lockdown, they say, is the world's biggest psychological experiment. Lockdown is the world's biggest psychological experiment. And the article, it's a pretty lengthy article, they say people stress in lockdown the risk of infection, the fear of becoming sick or of losing loved ones, as well as the prospect of financial hardship, all these and many more are present in this current pandemic. The irony is, while you worry about infection, you're not actually sick. While you worry and you're afraid of becoming sick, you're not actually sick. While you worry about losing loved ones, you don't see your loved ones because you're so worried about them, you stay home. 
you shut down a business or don't go to work, etc., because you're worried about financial hardship. This is some serious, serious, serious mind control. Is it not? And it goes on in the article, and it says, Right before lockdown, we conducted a benchmark survey among a representative sample of the Belgian population. And that survey, we saw that 32% of the population could be classified as highly resilient. They were green. Communists love to give little color swatches to people. Just like the, uh, the insects in the 1950s, you collect insects, you get a red flag. You don't collect insects, you get a black flag. And the insects were supposed to be carrying diseases that were set about throughout the countryside by the Americans. But that was a lie. But they forced the Chinese people to wear masks and social distance then in 1952 based on a false contagion or a series of contagions. So only 15% of the population indicated toxic levels of stress. In our most recent survey, after two weeks of lockdown, the green portion has shrunk to 25% of the population just in two weeks. Just two weeks, right? Two weeks. Curve it. Curve it. Curve it. Do something to it. Get that bell down there. Get, smash it. Get it out of here. We don't want, that, you know, don't want the virus. It's two weeks. No big deal. And, you know, people like you, myself, I was like, it ain't going to be two weeks. It's going to be indefinite. You're a conspiracy theorist. Total mind control. 7% reduction in two weeks of people that felt highly resilient. The red population or the 15% who had toxic levels of stress um, increased by 10%. So the people that felt stress immediately increased within two weeks of the lockdown. They were studying the psychological effects of locking you in your house. That's what the World Economic Forum was doing. It's an experiment. An experiment. Speaking of experiments, I saved this from earlier this week. If I can find it in my Twitter feed here, I don't really use Twitter, so sometimes I kind of forget what buttons to push. Um, it's here somewhere, and maybe I, maybe I won't be able to find it. So, oh, so it's okay. Bivalent from Pfizer, right? Bivalent from Pfizer. Bivalent is emergency use authorization, and it's finally available. And they say, hey, you know, it's it's approved. Okay. But it's emergency use authorization. So how is it approved? And there's the trick. The EUA is approved, but the vaccine itself isn't approved because they haven't done the trials, which means that when you go get it, which they can't force you legally to do as a condition of employment or engaging in commerce or to not be segregated, et cetera, et cetera, they're telling you you're the experimental group. Same thing with lockdowns. It was all an experiment. They're lit. I mean, they're telling you we conducted psych experiments by surveying people before the lockdown and then after the lockdown. So you knew the lockdown was going to happen. Just like this article I've got here on my desk. You might remember this article. This is from the New York Intelligencer. We had the vaccine the whole time. Moderna's vaccine had been designed by January 13th of 2020. Isn't that the beginning of the pandemic? They had the so-called vaccine. They planned the lockdown. And this isn't about COVID tonight. This is about psychology. And Pooh Bear 
has been caught with his hand in the pot once again, because everything that the West did was, well, following in the footsteps of China. And what China showed us was raw propaganda. And I can't help but think that if not directly through other similar sources, we got a lot of this propaganda, which didn't come from social media. Most of it did. We got some of this propaganda from these police service stations, at least one in New York City. New York City, they remember they turned it into basically like the purge. They had the red light circling around the, I think was it the Empire State Building or something, to paint this image of how, how scary and terrifying the virus was. I mean, it's like an alien invasion, but it's all based on psychology. It's all about psychology. I can't say that enough. It's all about psychology. So in 2011, you have U.S. Central Command, or CENTCOM, making a deal with a commie California company to employ sock puppets to spread disinformation. The U.S. Army has the 4th Psychological Operations Group, which we just saw their Ghost in the Machine video a couple of months ago. The British have the 77th Brigade. I think that operates all throughout the U.K. And then Israel has Unit 8200. And Silicon Valley has gone even further than sock puppets. You know, they've employed the AI bots and directly censored and shadow banned, etc. And around, around 2018, we learned a lot about Google, YouTube, building a secret censorship search engine called Dragonfly for the Communist Party of China. And Google, we know, was seeded with intelligence agency money. Department of Defense, National Security Agency kind of stuff. And then we have apps like TikTok owned by Chinese company ByteDance. And they are programmed to show math and science and literature and art in China. But in America, we get violence, porn, and stupidity. We also get nervous tics. We get emotional instability. We get Tourette syndrome. We get violent outbursts of emotion, etc. All of it is part of the process of demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. Just if you focus on that, it's bad enough. But then when you look at China having programs that reach out to foreign countries like the U.S., infiltrate universities, infiltrate corporations, infiltrate big groups, and use them to spread propaganda, which again is bad enough, but then to influence them through thousand talent-like programs to come work for the Chinese and to sell up their own country and their own people the intellectual property theft, and now we're learning of police service stations operating in the United States. I don't care if it's one station or it's half a station. This should be immediately shut down. And those Chinese people working there, they should be arrested and they should be crammed into a federal prison. Not sent back to China, where they'd get a reward. And it's from these centers that a hostile foreign government which has infiltrated virtually every aspect of U.S. life, every aspect of American life, every aspect of media, of culture, of education, of science, of technology, of engineering, of power and energy, etc. Now that same foreign government, which has communist spies banging congressmen and driving senators, that same foreign hostile government is operating not only police-like, military-like terrorist stations to track Chinese nationals, but they're also using those stations to track 
American citizens, Chinese or not, to gather up lots of information, lots and lots of data. They're using those stations to direct foreign political movements, meaning political movements in the United States, to suppress dissident movements, to gather intelligence, and to transfer technology. That one's not a big surprise. We already know they've been doing that. So what does all of this mean when you put it all together? And you look at what Silicon Valley does. You look at PayPal recently saying they were going to fine people for misinformation, $2,500 per report. But then it was turned into a huge story and PayPal said, (laughs) we're just joking. Google said the same thing about the Dragonfly censorship engine. Yeah, we built it, but we were just, uh, we weren't really going to do it. I mean, is would that hold up in a court of law or a court of public opinion? You know, you, you walk into a bank with a mask and a gun. And give me the money. And the police come and you put your gun and money down. You're like, I, I, I was just, I was just close to Halloween. I was just dressed up like a bank robber. I, I didn't really want to take the money. PayPal has reversed their plan to find people for that reason. Oops, they got caught. And then you have the NIH, you have Yale, you have AMA, you have the World Economic Forum, you have the fourth uh, psychological unit, the Army's Psychological Operations Group, 77th Brigade, Israel's Unit 8200. You've got sock puppets, you've got spies, you've got AI, you've got bots, you've got algorithms, all controlling perception. And if you can control perception, you can control behavior. But how do you control perception? You first have to control information. Then you can control perception. Then you can control behavior. And not only can you do these things individually, but it becomes a collective that you control. And once you can control that collective, millions or even billions of people aren't even being influenced They're under the direct control of a hostile ideology, hostile to their well-being, hostile to their freedom, hostile to their health, hostile to their mental and physical, emotional, psychological, biological, and physiological states. This is mind control. This is dangerous. And this is Pooh Bear or Xi Jinping caught in the pot trying to get that honey, trying to get that data, trying to get that control. All those videos China showed you of people passing out in the street, all fake, all made up. The lockdowns that they initiated, everybody else followed, and the World Health Organization said, oh my God, that's so great. Look at China. They're creating new ways to deal with pandemics. No, they just beat people to death and then locked the people that survived the beatings in their homes. And the World Health Organization celebrates it. They love it. Feinstein and Swallowell supporters, they love that they're working with Chinese spies. I mean, you thought that the infiltration of U.S. government by what we thought was an ally in Israel was bad, all the dual citizenship and the pledges to support Israel. You don't get financial aid for hurricane assistance in Texas. You thought that stuff was bad? Ain't nothing compared to China. Because Israel's fascist. China's a merger of fascism, communism, globalism, and technocracy. 
China's a lot worse. Oh, and they also don't like, uh, well, they don't really like Jews or blacks or whites or anybody. They're extremely xenophobic and racist. Not the average Chinese person, but that's what the Communist Party's all about, division. So tonight I leave you with Xi Jinping's hand stuck in the honeypot. I know some people might say, well, he's... He's actually not in control anymore. They, 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 they got rid of him. Well, maybe they did. We have no idea what's going on in China. They could have told us he dropped dead in the street. We don't know. We have no idea what's going on in that country. But we do know how that country handles information. They control that information as strict as humanly and technologically possible to control perception and therefore to control behavior. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We caught China with their hand in the pot. Tonight on the show, I hope you enjoyed what we discussed. Search for anything I said. You'll find it probably immediately online. I've got hard copies of everything if stuff disappears online. But I want you to stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Not be afraid, but be informed. Keep tuning into The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, five nights a week. And also, don't forget, you can listen to the show for free. Any radio, any podcast player, search The Secret Teachings or visit our website. We have a link to our archive on the site. It's free. Or you can subscribe to get access to the montage, the ad-free show, my digital books, and more. Please grab a copy of one of my books, subscribe, or just listen to the free show because we get you know money from those ads. But if you don't want to support those ads, just subscribe to us and you'll get it all ad-free www.thesecretteachings.info We have another show tomorrow, as always, Friday night, but we have a big week coming up next week, a very big week, and the week after as we approach Halloween. A lot of great guests coming up. www.thesecretteachings.info Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Don't be afraid, be informed. And we'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Secret Teachings Radio Show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the follow back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio.
Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Do all the exploring you want. You're not all the drilling the earth you want. You're not going to find hell. You can take spaceships. Uh, you're not going to find heaven. They're not physical places. What happened before the Big Bang? The church, of course, saw scientists as a great threat. Illuminati. Secret society. Illuminati. A checkered floor. This is reflective of darkness and light. And that is in life. A person is constantly going through dark period and light period. This is the nature of the world in which we live. What happened before the Big Bang? The church, of course, saw scientists as a great threat. Illuminati. New World Order. Secret government within our government. 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 Man is not created by God as per the Genesis story. Instead, man. 